Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Writing some a thought down. Hold on. <laughs> Good morning. Do me a favor as you're coming in. Start sharing um, the devotion, please. Good morning. Woo. I love God. <laughs> I love him so much. Oh my God, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your people. Thank you for purpose. Thank you for clarity. It's getting. Oh, oh wait, hold on. I'm dropping stuff. Instagram, I'll be back. My phone fell. Y'all, forgive me. There we go. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Had some last minute woo, revelation. Do me a favor. Um, go share the devotional right now. Go put the devotional in someone's hands. All you got to do is click the little share button. You can do it. You can do it while you're live and you don't even have to come off. I'm back, y'all. I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. We was losing it. Woo, come on. Come on, thank you for sharing, Jamaica. Oops, thank you, thank you. Come on, y'all. Let's get it shared real quick so we can get it started. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, welcome. Oh, my God. I wish I could sing. I'd be singing y'all whole song. Welcome into this place. Good morning. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Hey, Miss Pat. Good morning. Hey, Leticia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Start our day with gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for? So much. We have so much to be grateful for. Oh, my gosh. Come on. We have so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. We have so much to be grateful for. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. 
Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. Okay, there we go. I shared. Do me a favor and you go share. And let's get started this morning. I'm excited to always share the word of God. Um, woof, thank you, Father. God. Yep, Kirby, you are, because he is healer. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Malisha. Me too, Malisha. Come on. Just keep showing up. Can I tell you something? Um, Just keep showing up. We talked about that. Just keep showing up. Like, for real. I don't know what my ears doing. Just keep showing up. Like, just keep showing up, right? Um, because he has something far greater for us there we go than we can have for ourselves and when we don't get real revelation of that we'll think um pain in the process or tribulation in the process is not a not a part of his plan and suffering still comes with the plan it does it does suffering still comes with the process suffering still comes with the plan. Ooh, my God. Father God, we just thank you. We bless you. We praise you. And one of the things that I'm learning right now is good, Jerrica. Jerrica says she's grateful for God's unconditional love. Me too. Ooh, me too. I'm so glad he is not like I am or have been. Um, and I'm coming out of that where um, relationships have still um some places we make them conditional. Like if people don't respond the way that we want, we want um, them to respond, then we don't walk in love at the capacity and the way that we should. Uh, Frida says she's thankful for the progress. Me too. Her son has made. Me too. Because I know where he was. Woo! Come on. A couple more gratitudes and then let's get started this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Frankie. Good morning, Sirfield. Good morning, Teresa. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Judah, Josiah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, April. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Sonia. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your faithfulness. Come on, y'all. See y'all sharing. Come on now. Nicole, Nikki Nicole Jackson says she is grateful for God's grace and mercy. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is me just thanking him out of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. And the older um, that I become, like my gratitude has changed from just like things to just being in his presence. Oh, that's good. April says she's thankful to God for forgiveness. Um, that's just so much. Oh my God. Let's get started. Come on, y'all. My coffee is good, so it's going to be a good day. Thank y'all for sharing. Thankful, thankful. Jennifer said, Jen says she's grateful her children are still in God's hands. Absolutely. Woo! 
Keidra said she's thankful that her personal feelings don't stop him from doing what he needs to do in his life. Me too. I'm glad my feelings don't determine any of this because feelings are just indicators that something is going on in our life. Feelings have absolutely nothing to do with the way God operates, right? We want to feel God. Mia says she's grateful for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Um, Hood says she's just thankful to be thankful. Um, Michelle says she's thankful for learning how to set boundaries and to rest. Yeah, I have so much, so much, so much to be thankful for. Um, yesterday, um, Judah, not Josiah, you're still in this journey with Josiah. Judah, um, somebody underclipped him in football practice yesterday. And the trainer from the school called me and was like, you need to get Judah in to the doctor immediately because I'm afraid he may be fractured in his growth plate. Like, I don't know, but that's where I may, I'm afraid. And so I'm running to get to him. I get to him um, and we get to the emergency room and they do all the x-rays and they're like, nope, just a sprain. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for just a sprain. But even if it would have been something else, it does not matter. You are with us, right? You are with us. So when I stand here this morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, thank you. I'm just so grateful and thankful that he has us in his hands, even when unexpected things show up. Woo! Come on now. Derek said he's thankful his grandson was filled with the Holy Ghost. Like, I'm thankful that he has us in our hands, even when unexpected things show up. Like when things show up that we have not had planned, that does not mean that we are not in God's hands. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for sweet rest. And I thank you for waking us up today. And I thank you, Father God, that, um, my God, we are in your plans. And I thank you, Father God, that you are sovereign, that you are the ruler over our life. And even we, we don't understand what is happening and what is going on, you are still with us. You never leave us. You never forsake us. You have not forgotten about us. And even when we feel the pressures of life, Lord God, um, oh my God, you have the grace to strengthen us. So Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that we learn how to tap into the grace. I thank you, Lord God, that trouble don't last always. I thank you, Lord God, that miracle signs and wonders are still available to those who believe, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are making our lives a sign for the generations I thank you, Father God, that our hearts are turned towards you and any place in our lives that is stony and hardened. Lord God, you are removing from us a hardened heart and giving us a heart of flesh. I thank you, Lord God, that we come to know more of your power today. Woo! I thank you, Lord God, that we experience more of your strength today. Lord God, I thank you. We flow in your grace today. Woo! My God, I thank you, Father God, for the peace that passes all understanding. And we thank you, Lord God, that we come to know our joy in Jesus. Now, Father, in your word, you instruct us to pray for our leaders. So we pray for godly leadership. We thank you, Lord, that you are opening the eyes of the understanding of the president, the vice president, the Senate, the House of Representatives, the Supreme Court Justice, the leaders in the Pentagon, Woo! our governors, our mayors, our councilmen, Lord God 
Thank you for opening their eyes. Thank you they will not be given over to a reprobate mind. Thank you, Lord God, that they have um, a heart and desire to follow in you. Thank you, Father God, that your spirit is falling in government. Thank you that your spirit is falling on the education system. I thank you for every teacher represented here today, Lord God, that your spirit just falls on them today. My God, that they recognize that they're not teaching just students, but that they are teaching your precious children, your precious gems. And Lord, let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in all of us. Increase our discernment. I thank you, Father God, that we know you as healer, as provider, as protector. My God, judge the intents and motives of our hearts. Judge the intents and motives of our hearts. Judge the intents and motives of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! If you are new to the devotional, um, just drop us in the comment and say, I'm new here so that we can welcome you. We are a community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Um, I am Lakeisha M. Johnson. Um, you can call me what my friends call me because you're my friend, um, LMJ, right? Um, and um, I am just honored to worship you. Can I just give us like one or two, one quickly, couple announcements, just real quick. We have Feed the Streets this Saturday. If you don't know what Feed the Streets is, we go into our community and serve our brothers and sisters who are in need. We put together non-perishable food kits and we pass out over like 600 kits into the community. Um, those 600 kits don't deal with all the issues, um, but it helps us to serve a population and put a meal into their hand for that day. Um, we also um, provide financial support to about six organizations throughout the nation and who also serve the world um, by putting resources into their programs so that they can continue to meet the goals and the needs of God. So if the Lord places on your heart, you want to partner with us or sow a seed for Feed the Streets, you can go to the website and do that after the devotional is over. Um, we have something coming up um, for ladies. It's a weekend retreat. It's Pillow Talk. We have like three spots left. And I want to offer you the opportunity to go to the website today to grab one of those spots. I think maybe two spots left. Um, the fee is $3.99. You're just paying for your food. We're, we're splitting it up. All of us that are coming together are just splitting up the cost. Um, so if that's you, you can do it. If you want to sponsor those last three spots, just email me info at justbeinglmj.com. We're in Arkansas, Derek. Um, if you want to sponsor, but, um, but we service California, Michigan, us oh, just so much. Um, but if you want to sponsor somebody for that spot, just send me an email info at just be an LMJ and say, I can't attend, but I want to sponsor a lady for those last three spots. You can, you can help sponsor food. You can do whatever you want. This weekend is usually that weekend is usually really pivotal in a woman's life. They come to be refreshed, to be restored and to be renewed. And we get together and the Lord just pours into us. Um, don't forget about Saturday's prayer call for the ladies only. <laughs> Um, Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, online only via Zoom. What else? Um, that's it. Ladies Bible study on Tuesday night. If you've not been meeting us on Tuesday night, man, we want you to meet us there. God is doing a greater work in us. All right. I want to get into the devotional today. And we're kind of talking about what if God's plan is not our plan. 
right? That's what we're going to identify today. What if God's plan is not our plan? We are in a season of learning who we are, um, learning our relationship with Jesus and how that gives us our identity. So I'm going to say some bold things today because we need to break religion off of our lives, right? We need to break religion off of our lives. We've got to break religion off of our lives. I don't think we've recognized how religion um, has paralyzed us, right? And most of us went to church all of our lives. And most of us were brought up in a system that taught us religion. I'm just going to be honest. Hey, my brother's on here. Hey, B. Quinn Jerry. Um, I have a lot of siblings. There's like 11 of us in total between my dad and my mom. And I forgot to say happy birthday to my mom yesterday, but we'll get her. So um, religion has a way of offering us a system right? I need you to hear me on this. It has a way of offering us a system to live in. And so the kingdom of God, this kingdom that Jesus spoke about is in us and all around us. And it's not about a systematic way of living. Look, come on. You got to hear me. You got to say, Lord, open my eyes. Hey, my other brother. Hey, Tyree, not by blood, but by, but by the ultimate blood. Um, so the kingdom of God is all in us and all around us. And I'm going to talk about that, right? That's why Romans 8, right? We've been learning to live this life that's compelled by the spirit, right? The spirit will break up systems. Ah, ah. The spirit will break up systems. That's why they were so mad at Jesus, right? That's why religious leaders do not like for you to learn how to live by the spirit. Right. Because Jesus came and he broke up their systems. He broke up their systems. It wasn't that he he said that he said, I'm not here to abolish the law. The law that was given was given to Moses by God. I'm not here to abolish what my father did. I'm just here tearing up your system. Woo! Come on. He said, I'm here to break up your system. Jesus was here to break up the system. He said, I'm not here. That's not what I'm here. I'm not here. And we in our human nature build systems we build systems and these systems leave us in a place where the spirit can't move oh my god it leaves us in a place where the spirit can't move right and so religion has taught us about but it's built systems right and if i live according to the system then guess what i'm only going to experience according to the system Woo! my God, I'll never experience a miracle. I'll never experience, come on, y'all, and miracles are still real will. I'll never experience the full power of God if I live according to the system because the system may not be according to God's plan. Oh, my God. When Paul was called to do what he was called to do, he talks about that. He says, I'm the least of these. I'm not qualified to do this. I was persecuting Christians. Paul was doing what he was doing according to the system, and he actually had a legal right. But the spirit of the Lord had a different plan, according to Paul, that was not inside the system. Woo! My God, my God, my God. When, when the Lord would interrupt my life, um, to pull me into full-time ministry. He was breaking up my system. Oh my God, I had been in school, got a bachelor's, got a master's, 
90 hours of a PhD, had a perfect plan for my life. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this professor. I'm going to um, live this kind of way, right? I'm going to have this type of success. I'm going to make this impact. And God came in and said, I'm getting ready to interrupt your little system. <laughs> our plans have a lot to do with our systems. Come on, y'all, of the way that we see our success. Come on now. Right. Our plans have a lot to do with the way we see our success. And so we'll live into a system. We'll live according to a system. If this world tells us the only way we can purchase a house is by a good credit score. I'm just being honest. Then guess what? I'll I'll become a slave to the system. I'll become obedient to the system versus being obedient to the spirit of God. Oh, my God. My God. So Jesus came not to abolish the law. He just came to tear up their systems because he knew that God was a spirit, right? And they that worship him needed to worship him in spirit and truth, Julia, and not according to a system. Woo! My God. Oh, my God. John 14, 6. Jesus answered, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We don't come to God through religious systems. Woo! You ain't got to wait on no priest to come to God. You ain't got to wait on no prophet or no teacher or no evangelist to come to God, right? He's like, no, just like on the way, the truth and like you come to God through me. Woo, come on. If that ain't breaking up a system, if that ain't pulling down a stronghold, if that ain't pulling down a wicked mountain that teaches us to exalt people before God, I don't know what it is. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I, me, not, nothing else. I'm the way, I'm the truth. You don't come to, you don't come to the Father, but through me. <laughs> but but through me. You got every benefit through me. You got every benefit through me, right? So, so I want to skip over to Romans 8 and 1. I just want to show you this, and we're gonna get out of here. We don't have long. It says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, right? Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life, it's the law of the spirit that's going to give you life. It's the law of the spirit that's going to provide your identity. It's the law of the spirit that's getting ready to switch this up, change this process and do something different in you. Oh, Lord, I thank you for breaking up our systems. Oh, my God. He says, it says, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For the law was powerless, right? The law was powerless to do it because it was weakened by the flesh. Anytime we live by systems, come on, y'all. It's, it's a weakening. It's weakened. It's weakened by the flesh. Systems will always have flaws in them. Y'all, I'm about to run, about to shout. I'm about to jump. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reading. Read Systems will always have flaws in them. Systems will have flaws in them because they're always going to continuously be weak in the flesh. Man will weaken the system. Man will manipulate the system. Uh, man will take the system to make it benefit them. Come on now. Man will twist and pervert the system in such a way um, that it has you looking towards man and not the father. Woo! So he says, he's in here. He says the law was powerless because it was weakened by the flesh. 
The flesh will always weaken the law. The flesh will always weaken the system. The flesh will always pervert the system. That's why sometimes we get so frustrated um, when, when church leaders fall or that's flesh. There, something got weak in their system, right? There's always going to be a weakness in the system. That's why we have to know our divine access is Jesus. So he says, he says, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be met in us who do not live according to the, the flesh, but according to the spirit. So when Jesus was talking to him and say, I didn't come to abolish the law. He said, what he was saying is the relationship through me is what's going to bring your righteousness. I'm about to go. This is freedom. The relationship through me is what's going to bring your righteousness. The relationship through me is what's going to change your life. The relationship through me is what's going to give you brand new identity. The relationship through, through me, my God, that's what's getting ready to change your life. Not the relationship with the system, Woo! not the credit score, not the degree, not the, come on, y'all, not the church attendance, not the works. That's not one of these systems. So I give you something. So, you know, Jeremiah 29 and 11, right? It's one of our favorite scriptures. I, pull, I pulled on that scripture. It's tattooed on my shoulder. Um, it reminds me the comfort that God brings, right? But this, I got to give you this because I need you to, I need you to understand this. It says, so for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope in the future. But we need to look at the context, right? We need to look at the context, right? Of what was going on. So Jeremiah was talking to the Israelites who God had a special relationship with, right? Um, the Israelites were a race according to ethnicity, according to family, according to country, according to origin. That's who the Israelites were, family, origin, country, ethnicity, right? We have a special relationship with God because of Jesus. Woo! Come on. We have a special relationship with God because of Jesus. This is why we have a special relationship with God. So there's nothing wrong with you taking comfort in Jeremiah 29 and 11. I need you to know that you can take comfort in any part of God's word. You can go to the word. Take the word. You got to understand the context of what's going on or you'll get lost in this. Right. So we have we we say we share a single spiritual father. Right. So when Jeremiah was speaking the scripture or these words to the Israelites, it was because the Israelites were experiencing hardship and suffering. Right. But there was a false prophet. Woo! My God. Come on. Another system. There was a false prophet. Hananiah who was lying to them and telling them your suffering is only going to be for two years. There was this false prophet. He's telling them, he's like, your suffering is only going to be for a couple years. But the Lord had already had told them y'all getting ready to be in exile for the next 70 years. Y'all getting ready to be in that. Nope. And so here was this prophet telling them, nope, two years, y'all going to be good. Boom, boom, boom. Yada, 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 all this other stuff. And the Lord had a whole different plan for them. The Lord had a whole different plan. So Hananiah was trying to get them to trust lies. Systems will try to get us to trust lies. Systems will not allow us to move according to the Holy Spirit. Woo! My God. Systems will, will not, um, not allow us. Like, it, it's just so deep. So, so Jeremiah had a message and told them, this is what y'all going to have to do. This is basically what he was saying to them. Woo! He said, this is what you're going to have to do. You have to learn to build. <laughs> you have to learn how to pray for peace. 
and you have to learn to prosper in this city that does not belong to you because you're going to be right here for a minute. You're going to be right here. You're going to be right here for a minute. So since this is where you're going to be for a minute, you're going to learn. You're going to have to learn how to adjust to right where you are. Oh, my God. Come on now. What if God don't move when you've prayed the prayers or you've made the declarations or you said what you said? Come on now. He said, you're going to have to learn how to you right in this foreign place. Come on now. Can I give it to you again? You're going to have to learn how to build. <laughs> you have to learn how to pray for peace and you're going to have to learn how to prosper. My God, meaning you don't get to just be here and lay down and die because it's difficult. You don't, you don't just get to, just because I'm not moving when you say move, right? In the midst of your hardship and suffering, it don't mean you just get to lay down and die, right? And you can get 50 scriptures, 1 Peter 3, 1, 4, 1 Peter 4, 1, 1 Peter 5 and 10, 2 Corinthians 4 and 10, James 1 and 2, right? Um, that provide support for you during your suffering, right? That's what he was telling them. So, we live and we can systems that teach us ways that may not be God's plans. Might not be your, can I just be real for a second? Might not be, I've never owned a house. Never, 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 never owned a house, right? When I moved to the place that I moved in now, I thought I was getting ready to buy a house. God said, not yet. He said, not yet, Lakeisha, not like, not yet, right? Everybody was around me. You can qualify for a house. Go get you a house. You need a house. Get up. And God was like, not yet. This is not, this is not what I want you to do in this season. This is not what I want you to do yet. Right? I've been widowed for eight years. <laughs> My plan was to have a husband a long time ago. God said, not yet. <laughs> I saw trouble, new trouble, have experienced so much trouble over the eight years, last eight years of my life. Can I tell y'all something? Come on, Holy Spirit. When Joe had broke his ankle, um, I was like, Lord, I thought we was getting ready to be in a season of like, whoo, just experiencing, you know, just the goodness of you. Like, oh, this is how I'm talking to him because this is how we talk to him, right? I thought I was getting ready to be in this place. People had prophesied to me. I received a word, right? Like, just being for real. And I'm like, this is still all a part of your plan, right? We, we got to realize this. This is all a part of the plan when we pray the prayers, when we make the confessions, because we live in a system that teaches us God is instantaneous. Ah! Right? And so he's not. He's not always, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why. So Psalms 1, 1, we got to make sure we don't sit in the counsel of the ungodly. I'm just telling you what the Lord gave me, right? Proverbs 4 and 23, above all, all, all we got to guard our hearts, right? When we're in spaces like this, when it looks like God's plan is not our plan, you cannot sit amongst ungodly counsel. That's what Hananiah was to the Israelites. He was ungodly counsel. Um, you gotta, you can't necessarily trust your heart because it's deceitful. I'm pretty sure the Israelites wanted to trust Hananiah. And then you got to understand the perfect plan that God has for you. I want to read this last scripture and then we're going to go. Ephesians 1 and 11. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. This is the message Bible. Long before we first heard of Christ 
and got our hopes up. He had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in everything and everyone. He is working it out in everything and everyone. God thought about you before you thought about yourself. You can choose your friends, you can choose your hobbies, um, but you do not choose your purpose and the plan for your life. I'm sorry. You do not choose. You can choose the plan, plan and purpose for your life, but God really has a plan. He had a plan for the Israelites, even in their suffering, right? The meaning of life, the meaning of what was going on with the Israelites fit into God's plan for the world and eternity. What's going on in your life fits, fits, fits into God's plan and eternity. Why? What's going on in your life? It fits. I promise you. It may not seem like it fits now, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it fits into God's plans for eternity in this world. You got to think outside of you. You got to think outside of the system. You got to think outside. It fits into God's plan for the world and eternity. And then you're going to discover your identity through Jesus. You're not going to discover your identity through any system. You're not. The, the system is not going to give you your identity. It's, there's no system that's going to show you your identity. You're only going to discover your identity who, through Jesus. My God, anytime we're suffering um, from broken identity, it has a lot to do with our relationship with Jesus. It has a lot to do with our relationship with Jesus. Anytime we don't um, find contentment in where we are in the season we're in, it has a lot to do with our relationship with Jesus. So God's plan may not be your plan. <laughs> it just may not. And you may have to stay in a season longer than you expected. But I promise you, if you Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, Lean not into your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. Woo! Do not let us live in systems, my God, that do not allow us to be moved by the spirit. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. I guess Lex is trying to give the benediction. <laughs> if the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry or to give, go over to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there, and you can find all, all about us. You can do it right there. My second petition to you is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want you to do me a favor. This is your time. This is your moment. If you've been unsure about Jesus, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, there, we learned yesterday there's no perfect record. I'm telling you, I am who I am because of Jesus. I tell people all the time, there's no perfect way to come to him. I got tattoos everywhere, right? My record, there's blood on my ledger. My record is not clean, but my record in kingdom and Christ is clean. 
So Father God, I thank you for opening the eyes of the understanding of the person watching right now who has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that is you. And you feel the move of the spirit saying, you know what? This is the day you need to make a decision because it has to come with the confession of your faith. You have to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And what we're going to do is send you some materials so that we can continue to disciple you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Somebody else needs to know the love of God. And the only way that they're going to experience the love of God is that they come in contact with you today. They need to know God is real here. They need to know God is real here. Okay, Lex. We're going to let you. They need to know God is real here. I'll see you back in the morning, 6 a.m. Invite somebody else in. Woo! We're tearing down strongholds. We're getting rid of these strongholds. The things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We're dealing with those and we're going to walk in the freedom that's promised to us in Christ Jesus. Love y'all. Love, peace and blessings. Woo. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.